The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. In the past few years, we've heard the term free agents and been told we would all need to become one in order to succeed. The recent economic structures have helped to promote this concept as reality. Where do we get the tools to take control of our career path in the present and future? Welcome to The Career Confidant with your host, Marie Zimanoff. Marie and her guest experts are here to provide you with the tools you need to move forward and achieve your career goals. Now, here is Marie Zimanoff. Welcome to The Career Confidant. We're glad that you're joining us here today. It has been an interesting time here in the career confidant world. As I spoke to you a couple of weeks ago, we had the Career Thought Leaders Conference going on and learned some wonderful things during that time that I will share with you over the next couple of weeks and hopefully also bring in some of those speakers to share some of their wisdom with you as well. Today, we're going to cover a topic that comes up quite frequently that doesn't have a very easy answer. So go through some of the challenges and possible options for handling what you may want to call digital dirt. So people often ask me, you know, Marie, how do I get rid of this stuff that's online about me? So maybe you've had to file for bankruptcy Perhaps there's someone with your name who's committed crimes. Um, One of my colleagues recently worked with a gentleman who had the same name as a famous serial killer, right? How do you get that stuff offline? Well, the hard answer is that you don't. Once a news story is there, especially, that's going to get a good amount of publicity, And if it is from a credible source, it will always rank high on Google. So we're going to talk about today, what are some of the things that you can do to mitigate that, especially if you don't want to pay a whole bunch of money, because you can pay a whole bunch of money to some firms who can do, make some of the things we'll talk about today happen faster. So those are available if you would like, but they can never get it to go away. That's just not the way it works, right? If there's a news story about you or someone with your name out there, um, never going to be able to wipe it from the face of the earth. So where do we start? First, of course, is to not create that digital dirt for yourself. Now, some of these things are quite obvious, right? To post things on Facebook or posted an article that is in some way derogatory to your brand, then you might say, oh, Marie, I'd never do that. But people do. 
especially on Facebook, um, political things, you, you know, if they align with your brand, great. No, no reason to whitewash who we are. And we want to be careful about being offensive or rude in our posts there because, of course, those things can and will be found pretty much no matter how you have your privacy settings set. If an employer really wants to see, they can see. So don't create that digital dirt there for yourself. The other things that you may not think as much about Responding to other people's posts, and I see people do this on LinkedIn where they're just rude. There's nothing constructive about what they're saying. They're not adding any value. They're just being rude. They may say, you know, who cares when someone writes an article on LinkedIn or posts something. Be careful about how you are portrayed on these social mediums because, again, if I can pull up Everything that you've ever said, which I can if I have the right tools as an employer, I will see those negative things, even if they aren't on your page or things that you've posted. If you're commenting on others, I will see those. Same thing with Google, Yelp, Yelp, whatever types of reviews for products, restaurants, services. If you're going to make some constructive criticism, make sure that it is that um, professional and not derogatory or mean, right? All of those places where we might want to offer our feedback are great. And we, we don't want to create our own digital dirt by saying things there in a way that doesn't perhaps need to be said. So you might be going, well, Marie, does anybody really look at this stuff? Technology is making it much easier. So recruiters are starting to use technologies which will actually go out and crawl your social mediums, actually crawl the whole web for any time you have commented or remarked or or posted. And it will analyze that. So you see the commercials for IBM's Watson, right? And IBM's Watson can learn to play music and all of these wonderful things. Well, it turns out that IBM's Watson can also learn to read through the web and analyze your social media interactions and come up with a personality profile of you based on those interactions. Sounds outlandish. You wonder what value it may have for that employer. And yet, in this world of, you know, whether it's the struggle to find talent or the struggle to wade through the junk to find the best talent, employers are trying these new technologies. And there's really no reason that I can see anyways for you to harm yourself in the name of telling a restaurant that they're horrible you can give some constructive criticism there online help your fellow consumers out without hurting yourself so rule number one there don't create your own digital dirt then you may have less to clean up right Sounds simple, 
And yet I see people do it a lot, especially again, when they're commenting on other people's posts or using Facebook and and perhaps not thinking you can be yourself, you can share your opinions. You just want to make sure you're not being offensive or rude to other people. And in some ways we have to think about that all the time because again, those things never really go away. Um, they'll always be able to find it if you've done some of those things out there on social media. So what do you do if you've made some of those missteps? Or perhaps if you are trying to combat something else that is online about you. First thing, of course, is to know what's out there. Not necessarily in the social media world, but beyond that. So Google yourself, Google your name, Google your full name. What comes up? What are the things that that come up first? And think about how someone else would know what to search about you. So for our gentleman that had the same name as a serial killer, could he use his middle name on his resume and therefore on all of his social mediums so that when he was searched, Hopefully people would use that middle name and find him, not his other namesake that that had these issues online. What will people search? You can use a middle name. You can perhaps use a keyword that you want them to know you by. But in general, this is our challenge as individuals is to figure out what we stand for. What keywords do we want attached to our name? I can imagine that if someone searched Marie Zimanoff, they'd probably search career, resume writer, coach, career coach. So I want to pay a t- particular attention to the results of my name, but then also to the results of my name that also include those terms. And maybe in a very rare position where I think I am the only Marie Zimanoff. Not all my doing. Thank you to my husband for bringing that Zimanoff piece along. Very unique. If you don't have that unique of a name, you'll want to realize that people will try to find you by using some other keyword. What keyword will they use? And what will they find when they use it? That is part of the personal brand topic that we've been talking about off and on for for years, is figuring out what those keywords will be and really building a strong brand around them. Figuring out what those positives are that you want to be found for is the first step in undoing any digital dirt. So what do you want people to find you for? How can we incorporate more of those keywords, create more of that content, which we'll talk about here in just a little bit, to combat any negatives? So, for instance, when I first started doing this career work, if you searched my name and and then it was my maiden name, you would find pictures of me in the middle or end of half and full marathons. Not the most flattering things right as you're sweating and have run six miles or or 13 26 miles and so I realized that I needed to figure out a way to push those down changing my name helped 
that probably isn't an option for most of us and something that can get you in trouble if you choose that option when it when it is you running away from digital dirt versus getting married, right? So if we're thinking about managing our online presence, what is the positives that you want to be known for? Maybe associated with your type of work, maybe associated with your industry. What are you going to choose? How are you going to stand out and how can you be consistent? This is the challenge for some of us who may change professions as we move along. You may have to change keywords, which can be a struggle. If you've got a distinctive name or you include your middle name, you may be able to continue using the same keywords, if you will, and profile handles and all of those things as you move forward without having to make that that change. For instance, if I had started all of my branding using Marie Resume Writer and then I decided to shift more into coaching, I'd, I'd be in trouble, right? So we want to think long-term what words can make the most sense into our career path, our career future, our job job search. So we're going to dive into what you do with those positive things right when we get back from our break and we'll be back in just a few minutes. America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. The leaders of today have certain characteristics that set them apart as success stories. These leaders have discovered transformational leadership. Now, you can discover the same ideas, insights, and programs that have led them to success. Inside Transformational Leadership is produced by Georgetown University's Institute for Transformational Leadership. We'll explore these success stories every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. There are two types of leaders in business. Those who are nice, compassionate people. And frankly, they are the people who fail to get a lot done. Then there are those who can get everything done and so much more. But they are greedy, unethical, and self-centered. The Compassionate Samurai Business Hour with Kathy Fairbanks finds a way to use the best of both types of leaders to help you create a dynamic roadmap to success. Tune in every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Business. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. 
If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant. And today we're talking about managing your online reputation or managing your digital dirt, whatever it might be that you want to call it. But what do you do when there are things out there on the internet that aren't so pleasant for you? So we've talked about minimizing your development or creation or contribution to this digital dirt by being mindful of what we do share on our social mediums and particularly perhaps how we respond to others and interact with others on those mediums. Beyond that, most of what you can do is to create other positive content that will then push that old content down. So, you have to know what you want to stand for. What is it that you want to build your brand around? Because the more consistent that you can be with that focus, whether it's that you're going to focus in on your engineering or you're going to focus in on, like for me, career professional. Again, being broad can help out there versus focusing in on being a coach or a resume writer. Those things I can add in and and pepper around, but if the main focus is always career, gives me a little bit more flexibility. For you, if you're going to be in engineering and then you think you might want to move up into management, of course you can do that engineering piece that will probably follow you through, or perhaps you pick your industry, whether that's energy or biomedical, and perhaps you focus more there than on the specific task or role if you think you might transition there and things can be transitioned so we don't have to concern too much about that but we want to think about what can be a little bit sustainable in terms of the keywords that we might choose so when we're thinking about managing our our brand here of course the first thing is to know what is out there already on us and perhaps where it where it comes from and then we want to think about um, how we might add this positive content and there's a lot of options for us to do that so pick one or two and be consistent if you want to get in good with especially the major search engines like Google pick places that are friendly with them. So for Google, for instance, Twitter, YouTube, and you can create your own Google profile. Right now you can create Google Plus and Google Plus will be going away, but there will still be the opportunity for you to create your own Google profile, I believe. And those pieces of information can all come up fairly high in the search. Then, of course, when you are building your profiles on YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn, sorry, also LinkedIn, and any of those other mediums, you're keeping in mind your name, whether you're going to put in your middle name, how are you going to be differentiated from perhaps someone else who's creating digital dirt, or 
what's those positive messages that you're going to stream throughout your profiles and updates on those mediums. You'll notice if you go and search yourself on Google that one of the first things that will come up is your LinkedIn profile. That's wonderful for us, of course, because we can control it. So building a nice, robust LinkedIn profile will help with that. Including media like slide share presentations or video or even pictures will help you show up on social media and keep those links growing higher. Your number of connections, the number of people who visit your page, all of those things that factor into any other search engine optimization will factor into your sites. So keep them updated, connect with folks, use whatever it is you're going to use on a consistent basis. So pick a few that make sense. The more photos you post, the more it can push down something negative. So if you have a wonderful mugshot, literally, that's hanging out out there on the internet, posting some good professional pictures of yourself on sites like these can be helpful. Of course, this is the place where a, a marketing firm or someone like that might be helpful to create some content for you, but you could do it yourself. It's just going to take some work, whether that's creating some good positive blogs about your expertise, going to events that are industry professional events, getting pictures of yourself taken at these events, posting them on your blog, putting them out on LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, YouTube, all of those pieces will start to build and Again, they can never take away something that was there, but they can push it further down into the results so that people see your positive results that you want them to see before they see those negatives. You can also set up a Google alert for yourself. They're not as prominent as they used to be, but they do still exist. Just search Google alerts and you can set up an alert for yourself so that you know if there's any new digital dirt that comes up on you. If you're a high profile person in your company company or community or church or whatever, you, that may be helpful to know what alerts are, what information is coming up new on you. Doesn't It does show some, it doesn't show as much social media activity unless you um, really stick there, but it does show you any news or any other pieces of information that may come up. Publishing in your industry journals, even if, and maybe more importantly, if they're online journals, can be very helpful. So writing that guest post, writing that article for the industry publication newsletter, all of those things, if they have an online presence and the article would be posted online, those will be great opportunities for you to get some get some content and perhaps even some content that would be classified by Google as news, which could be very helpful, especially if you have a negative news story running about you. Anything you can do that will be considered news, getting quoted in an industry journal, a local paper, um, as an expert for a regional paper, 
those will all be great things to help get your name out in a positive light, perhaps above that, that news story. When you're thinking about social media, as I've said, really focusing in on one or two mediums, those that fit the best with your brand, those that are perhaps the most searched by your target audience, recognizing that LinkedIn is, of course, the most used for by individuals to search individuals and Facebook, but in Facebook, they will see what you've posted, not necessarily those news stories, right? They will Google you, so knowing what that looks like is, is helpful, and we'll talk a little bit more about what you might do about that after our break. And then knowing that video and pictures show up in their own categories in those results. So the more that you can post positive pictures and videos about yourself, the better off you'll be, especially if there are negative videos or pictures out there for you. But again, you'll never get that old stuff to go away. It's all about creating great new content that shows where you are today and pushes down that old content as much as possible. With the knowledge, of course, that you can never get rid of those old things, especially news stories, although we'll talk a little bit more about that after break. We'll also be talking about how do you speak to that. If your employer is going to see that five years ago you had a very public DUI, where where can you address that? How does that make sense? What Do you talk about that before they see it? How, what if they don't look, right? Will you be shooting yourself in the foot to mention it and they weren't even going to Google you, right? So we'll, we'll dive into that a little bit more here after, after break. But if you really want to create some positive news about yourself, this is your opportunity to do it, to get engaged, to get quoted, to create your own positive social media Make sure your LinkedIn profile is strong. And again, make sure it includes those keywords that you'll be searched for. The other great thing you can do with a LinkedIn profile is include some of the other names that people may search for you by. So you can come up in those search results and have a good chance of LinkedIn coming up high in your Google search results, even for your your old name, your maiden name, using your middle name, if that's what you're trying to get people to do, really thinking about how you want to be found and how you can distinguish yourself from others that may have similar names or others who spell their names differently, especially connecting it with that key word. So if you're thinking about those key words, key titles, that you want people to link to you versus other people that may have your name. What does that look like and how can you build these profiles to to really highlight that and to stand out when someone searches for you? So we're going to take a short break and when we come back, talk about a few of the things you can try to remove some of those negative things and then also talk about how you can speak to those when you speak to those if you know they're going to be found online. We'll be right back in just a few minutes. 
business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business in the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Kless. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The Soul of Enterprise is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel and simulcast at the same time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you a business innovator or are you just sitting on the sidelines? Tune in every week for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Host Bonnie D. Graham talks to a cross-section of the movers and shakers who are leading by example. They will share best practices and innovative ideas to keep you thinking and moving along with the best. Join us for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at astrategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant. And today we're talking about managing your digital dirt. How do you figure out what you want online and how do you get rid of things that are on there. So I've said a couple of times that unfortunately you can't really get rid of things online. There are of course ways that you can control your privacy in every social medium that you have. So Facebook, you can go in and control who can see your posts, control it to just the people that, that you know, of course you can do that. Um, in LinkedIn, go and make your profile not public. Of course, there are pros and cons to all of these things, right? If you totally shut down your Facebook profile, sure, you protect yourself from other people seeing it, but you may also defeat the purpose if your friends and family can't see it, if you're not able to connect with anyone else there, if people can't find you in a search is that going to impact how you want to use that medium? LinkedIn, for sure, if you shut down your privacy settings, then a recruiter can't find you in the search results. And so, you know, doesn't maybe serve its purpose. I would say that that's more true for LinkedIn than for, for Facebook, because, of course, you could use Facebook just for personal things and just to interact with 
your first degree connections, if you will, and there's more personal things there to protect. In LinkedIn, you, uh, I would recommend that you don't shut down all of the privacy tools because then you're really defeating the purpose of using LinkedIn. And LinkedIn could bring you way more benefit than harm if your profile is robust and you've got all the good keywords in there. You want that to be something people find when they search for you. LinkedIn doesn't require that you share any contact information to have a nice profile, so you don't need that. But at least people can find you and connect with you through LinkedIn, through LinkedIn, which is the whole purpose. If you're trying to build your brand, build your visibility, get found, get hired um, by someone else, then that's a great tool for doing that. In a website, in other websites, if they tend, if they have something up about you, of course, you can request that they remove it. News channels probably not going to re- remove that story about you, and that's just the way it's going to be. If you have other sites that are sharing content that they shouldn't be, you can definitely connect with them and ask them to take it down. If they don't take it down, you can ask for a URL to be removed from your Google search results, but Google will only do this if there is an actual privacy violation. They won't remove a URL from your search results because you don't like that person's news story or you don't like that the, you know your bankruptcy filing is listed. That's It depends on how that information is being shared and if it is public record or not, whether or not you can get the site to take it down and then, of course, whether or not you can get Google to take it down. Google does not like to bend to an individual's will to remove things from search results. So just be aware of that. You can go to a, you can create a removal request. So you go to Google Webmaster Tools Removals or search removal request on Google and you can find that. And you're going to enter the URL on which you want removed from search results. May not hurt to try it depending on what your situation is, but again, it's not going to be a be-all, fix-all for you. So check your privacy settings, especially in things like Facebook. Again, LinkedIn can be more helpful, so shutting those down may not be helpful, maybe counterproductive. If there are URLs that are posting things that they should not be, go to that website first. Go to that website's owner, webmaster first. If you can't get them to take it down that way, then you can submit that removal request through Google. Now, we talked a little bit about using social media to build your positive presence. Some of the other things you can do to help increase your positive presence showing up over any negative presence are to create your own your own actual content. So you can, of course, have a blog, but you could create your own website. You could create your own website using a lot of different tools, and it's nice if you have your own URL. So go out and buy a, you know, your name 
dot last name and if you're using your middle name by the whole thing again whatever was going to align with your brand and ask for that url you can do that on any site right i mean if you want to go out and, and purchase it on GoDaddy, you can do that. I tend to use a service called Host Matters. That's where my website's hosted, and I also can buy my domain names there. But purchase the domain name that is the name you want to use, be known for. I wouldn't include any keywords there in the actual domain name, although you will include them on the site for sure. But then there's a host of providers that can offer you the opportunity to do a a actual simple web page for yourself. I've used Wix, Weebly. Those can be free. They can have a, a low monthly fee if you really want to get fancy. About.me used to be a big one. Um, it's kind of gone mostly international recent years and perhaps a little bit um, too unprofessional, but you can set up an about.me page without connecting that to your personal URL. Branded.me. Branded.me has kind of come on the scene in the last few years, probably, and that's an option to create a website, if you will, a simple website for yourself, branded.me. And of course, you can use WordPress. WordPress is the most used, so I, I would tend to steer away from it just knowing that their templates and those types of things are going to be more frequently available um, and been visited, if you will, on the web than some of these other systems that are a little bit less popular, uh, but just as functional. So building yourself a you know single-page, two-page website using your URL they call it a vanity URL, right? It's your name, first name, last name, at .com, so mariezeminoff.com. Building a simple site using that can be very helpful. Then, of course, if you have the time and, and interest and content, you can create a, a blog on that site. Most of those platforms will allow you to, to blog on your site create more content, use those relevant keywords, and you can push up your positive your positive news, if you will. But at least you have that site. You can link to it from LinkedIn. You can push traffic there enough to make Google see that site as a viable, good site and something that will come up higher in the search results when someone searches your name. All the things we talked about with LinkedIn and other social mediums are true with that website in terms of you coming up higher in the search results if you have fresh content, video, pictures, and any good links to that site like the link from your LinkedIn profile to that site. Make it as official as possible and you want Google to see it that way so that you can get the highest ranking possible for that site. Now, this may be sounding like a lot of work. <laughs> and that's why a lot of people hire someone else to do this for them if they have that digital dirt, right? 
because it does take some concerted positive effort on your part. And, and that's, it's perfectly doable and for the most part free, of course, just taking your time and energy and focus in figuring out what you want to be known for and how you're going to position it. There are other things you can do. Maybe you don't want to start your own blog. Of course, as we talked about, you can blog on someone else's blog. And you can also be very good and strategic at commenting on other blogs, on other prominent websites, especially those that align with your brand, your industry, what type of work you do. Make good, intelligent remarks and comments on those blogs. Lots of them will allow you to either have a username that links back to some kind of website or to put in a website link when you when you respond. And of course, if you have a vanity URL set up or you point people back to your LinkedIn page, all of those quality link backs will help increase the visibility of that site in the search rankings for your name. So you don't have to create your own content. Doing some good strategic commenting on others can help with that as well. You want to think about topics that are trending, and Twitter can be particularly helpful for this. So to just go into Twitter and on the left-hand side of the page, every day it tells you the topics that are trending. If you're creating blogs or or articles or even commenting on blogs or articles, finding ones that are connected to those trending topics can help you come up even higher in the search results. For a long time, the first search result that came up under my name was an article I'd written about how to be successful networking at a local event called Bixbo. Well, Bixbo was a highly searched term in this area, very relevant to, to Google, and so that article for, for months came up on the top of my search results. And every year when they have that event, the same trend term trends, that Bixbo term trends, and that article will again climb higher in my search results because of that term and people searching that term as well as some of the other keywords in that article. And if you watch people write blogs or articles, you'll see that they're doing that. They're using these trending topics to boost their own visibility. And there's nothing wrong with that, especially if you need to get some positive stuff up to the top of the pile. So we're going to take another short break here and be right back and finish up our conversation about managing your digital dirt. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. 
Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. What does a visual workplace mean to you? How does it contribute to operational excellence? And what steps do you take to put it powerfully in place? Listen to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense to find out. Each week, Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, shares tools and strategies to help you make the workplace speak at a glance without saying a word. Learn to work safer, faster, better, and at far less cost no matter what business you're in. Tune in to The Visual Workplace every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at astrategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant, and today we've been talking about managing your digital dirt. So starting with the easiest of easy steps, of course, not creating more digital dirt for yourself. To be mindful of the things that we share on all of our social mediums and how they reflect upon us and will continue to do so into the future. Second of all, shutting down the things that we can shut down in terms of our privacy settings, especially on Facebook. Again, LinkedIn is probably a more positive place for you, so would not recommend shutting down your privacy settings there and hiding your public profile and all of those things. It really can will do more good to be public there than, than harm. And if you do have some kind of digital dirt out there on a website, going through the process of asking them to take that down and or submitting a Google request if it's appropriate. And again, Google will only do that if it's really a a violation of your privacy um, to take down a link that shows up in your search results. Then most of the things you can do are to create positive things about yourself as much as possible. Most effective will be anything you can create that will show up in that news kind of category. So again, getting quoted in the local paper, doing something that aligns with a trending news topic uh, will be the most helpful to you as those news results do tend to show up high in your search results. Then, of course, focusing on the mediums that are, quote-unquote, in bed with Google, especially YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn. They're all very friendly, and things that you do posting in there, very 
consistently and on brand and using the right keywords for what you want to get found for will help those things rise to the top more than the negatives. Create your own website. Doesn't have to be a big thing, just one pager using that vanity URL, firstnamelastname.com, mariezimanoff.com. And then, how do you talk to someone about this dirt? One of my favorite stories from a fellow resume writer is that they had a client come to them, an executive, and the executive said to them, I paid $2,500 to get these resumes done, and I haven't gotten one interview. And the resume writer was just devastated for that person. Oh, so sorry you spent all that money. And, you know, show me what you have and we can troubleshoot it. And the person got the resumes that had been professionally done and thought, well, you're really not that bad. You know, let's dig a little deeper here. What's going on? And and finally, it came out that this executive had had an arrest record recently. And so 98%, 98% of employers are going to look online in some fashion before they hire you. 92% of them will look on LinkedIn, again, a nice safe place that you can control, but so many of them are going to be actually going to a Google or Bing and searching for you and see whatever, whatever comes up. And so a lot of times they'll do that after the first interview. Sometimes they'll do it before the first interview. You have your opportunity in some way to let them know that you've made this mistake, to not sweep it out under the rug, especially if you know it's out there, right? When I used to work with ex-felons, the most important thing for them was to know what was actually on their record. Get your background check. See what it actually says. For most of us, and and possibly even for those folks today, the more important thing is what comes up on Google. Google yourself. Know what it says. If it's going to be the first thing that someone sees when they Google you, you are not going to be able to sweep that under the rug. So you're going to have to figure out how you want to address it. I worked with a gentleman once who had an alcohol-related incident, was in the news, and we put in the LinkedIn profile a statement around, you know, that he'd learned some lessons the hard way or something like that, that just at least told people, I'm not trying to sweep this under the rug. And then, of course, went into how great he was and amazing he was, and in some ways because he'd learned those lessons the hard way, Right. And the cover letter, my colleague worked with the gentleman who had the same name as a serial killer. And in the cover letter, they made a joke about it. And I don't remember exactly the wording, but something like, no, I'm not Edward Jones, the serial killer. Um, He was dead long before I was born or something like that to make a joke, to bring it out into the, the open that this is how things went down. If you've had to file for bankruptcy for a previous company, worked with a CEO whose previous company had filed for bankruptcy, we're not going to make that the headline story, but on her LinkedIn profile to put something within the story of that experience section that 
that's a good experience for a CEO to go through in some ways, right? It's it's an amazing learning experience and how great for them to have gone through it with some other companies so they don't have to go through it with you, right? So if it's prominent, if it's there, figure out the best way to own it. Doesn't need to be the headline, doesn't need to be the first sentence I read about you, but it shouldn't be buried under the rug. And being willing to talk about it, getting it out there is the only thing you can do. Pretending it doesn't exist it just doesn't work. That's like my felons trying to pretend their eight DUIs don't exist, right? It, the the employer's going to pull that record and they're going to see it. So we've got to figure out how to talk about it up front. And hopefully for us, it's not as devastating as it can be for those folks. And then, of course, we've got to know that job seeking in other ways is going to be important. And all the positive things we talked about doing for yourself are very important for people to see all of those positives piled against that one little blip, that one mistake. That's what that's what you have the power to do. That's what you have the ability to do, especially using all the virtual networking, blogging, social media resources that you have available to you today. So don't deny it, especially if it's on your first page of Google search results. Figure out a way to build around it in the most positive way and focused way you can. And then if, if necessary, how are you going to address that in your written materials, perhaps even online, as well as that cover letter that you send to that employer? So hopefully that was helpful. Managing your digital dirt is quite a complex topic, not an easy answer here. So I look forward to any questions that you have and to seeing you right back here again next week on The Career Confidant. You can always connect with me at Marie, M-A-R-I-E, at astrategicadvantage.com. And I look forward to seeing you right back here again next week on The Career Confidant. Thank you for listening to The Career Confidant. Marie Zimanoff will return again with another terrific guest next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Be sure to join us then. 